But no, I really can't think of anything. I mean, y'all, it's it's pretty much my favorite podcast. I like even the song. Damn song gets stuck in my Doesn't head. It? So oh, stupid. So the first time I heard, it, I was like, "It's so stupid." And then you I'm, guys didn't like it. At I first. know. I'll be I'll be getting out of my car and be like, "All I want to do is <laughs> take it." And I'm like, Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, and joining me for this very special episode is TJ. Hello. And Bill. Hello. How are you guys doing? Very good. Very excited. Mm-hmm. TJ? Yeah, I uh, concur. <laughs> so if, if you know Kirkman, uh, you know that he likes to do something very special for the quarterly issues. So since this is our 25th episode, we thought it'd be fun to make it special. So uh, it's just a coincidence, though, that our 25th episode happened to be a new issue discussion. Uh, you know, normally we also have the new readers or it, it, Brit discussions or Wolfman. This actually f- fell on a new issue discussion and not only a new issue discussion, but the first part of the 12-part end-of-all-things storyline that leads to the final issues of Invincible. And not only that, but it's also the return of Ryan Otley, which is also very exciting. Um, and even though that was, you know, that would be enough, it also happens to be the issue that celebrates the 25th anniversary of Image Comics, making this issue only 25 cents. So Lots of 25s. Yeah, like, that's perfect. How, what are the odds? And it's our 25th episode. Our 25th episode, 25th anniversary, and it's a big cents. deal issue, and 25 cents. So cool. I thought that was awesome. So as if that you know wasn't enough to make this a special episode, we're also going to do a couple new segments, uh, one of which is going to be a little game that we play that you guys can kind of play along with us. We're going to try and guess Invincible characters. Uh, it's kind of like 20 questions, but we're only going to give each other 10 questions, and uh, we're going to see if we can stump each other. So we'll see. Uh, let us know what you think of that. We don't really have a name for it yet, so if you, you, know, if you can think of a name for it, you know, yeah, ahead. the more ridiculous the pun, the better. Um, <laughs> another segment we wanted to introduce um, was one that we wanted to do for these these final 12 issues. And essentially where we talk to an Invincible fan, uh, just like you. So earlier this week, we got to talk with Bo Pilgrim. Um, he's an Invincible fan with probably one of the best stories I've ever heard that, invo- <laughs> that involves Robert Kirkman. It's pretty great. So we'll, we'll definitely um, bring that segment on a little bit later um, after the comic book discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're also going to be doing a uh, our first ever giveaway contest um, where you can kind of win um, two, the two-pack of the uh, minifigures. Uh, one is Rick Grimes and one is of Invincible. Uh, they're mystery packs. We're going yeah, to be the telling Skybound you, minis. Yeah, we're going to be telling you how you can win those uh, closer to the end of the show. So, um, yeah, we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Very exciting. Stay tuned. What are we going to say, Bill? No, lots. It's just a giant-sized episode, so if you guys are usually used to making, you know, listening to this on a commute to work that's about 45 minutes, well, you're going to have to listen to us on the way back. <laughs> on the way uh, home. On the way home as well. <laughs> but that's all right. So before we get into this, this issue, uh, a couple news-related things. Uh, first, the Skybound Megabox. Bill, you you don't know too much about the Megabox. You were, I told you that Invincible was going to be in it. Did you look it up at all? I didn't. Not at all, it's, no. It's, so it's this uh, 
it's kind of like a loot crate. Skybound does it. It's uh, like every three months, so like quarterly. How they long do have this. they been doing it for? They've this only is done the one. second one. So this is number two. Yes. The first one Nothing was, was officially said that he was in it, but his picture's on the fucking box. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Like, that's, yeah. So the next one, the, the first one was all like Walking Dead themed, and they, the, the theme was Black Friday, and it was I still all haven't Walking gotten Dead it either. stuff. I got that too. I never got, I have, still haven't gotten it yet. Mm-hmm. I got a shipping, uh, Shipping notification though, so it you did actually too. end up getting that one. Yeah, awesome. I I wasn't going to, but then once I caught up on Walking Dead, I was like, eh, why not? Yeah, and the so. figure's kind of cool. It's a it's a Negan, but it's solid black. It's kind of yeah. neat because they did a Black Friday theme. So this one's theme is Heroes, uh, which uh, on the cover of the box uh, has Invincible. Uh, what's his name from Outcast? Rick Grimes, and is it what was the fourth character? Was it the one from Extremity? Or something. I forgot I what the fourth was. one was. It was just ironic because, like, this box's theme is heroes, and it seems like Invincible's new like slogan is "being a hero is bullshit." Yeah. <laughs> and Rick Grimes, kind of a hero. He's the hero of The Walking Dead. Yeah. He's the main character of The Walking That's what Dead. I mean. It feels He's like it's the hero. I feel like this box should be called like main characters. Yeah. <laughs> there aren't really any heroes in the in the Kirkman universe, really. Right. Anymore, Everybody's kind of anti-hero slash. Vigilante. Very gray. Yeah, very, very gray, gray area. area. Yeah. Even the villains aren't really villains. Mm-hmm. So there, the four confirmed things that are in the box are there's always a Todd McFarlane action figure, there's always a t-shirt, there's always a variant comic book, and there's always a pin. Um, and then it says there's other stuff. Like in the last one, there was those four things, but there was also like a, a, a Lucille keychain and a super fight deck, like a mini deck. Is it a subscription that yeah. you do? It's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's you, like a loot crate box. So you can't buy it individually. You can't you buy these to... pieces individually. How much is, is a subscription? $50. Damn. $50 for the box. a month. I'm pretty sure it's 50 For one shipment. It's 50 a month? No, 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 not a month. It's every three months. They do it quarterly. You can get one of them. You don't have to subscribe. The next one that I'm getting might be the Invincible one. I might have ordered it too late. So the next one I'm saying I might not be getting the The Walking Dead one because I just got it recently. Yeah, they've been announcing. like They've been counting it down saying, like, hey, this is is the last day to get the Walking Dead one. You know, only one more day. I didn't get the Walking Dead one, no. No, did you get the Invincible one? Not yet, but I'm going to. I mean, the fact that he's on the box alone. So with my luck, it might end up just being the pin, but I, I feel confident it's got to be well, the action let's, figure. Let's, there's hope. It, it's got to right? be the there's action hope. figure. That'd be so awesome. And I mean, you know, 60 bucks, you get an Invincible action figure, and then, you know, maybe it'll come with a, like a super fight deck with some Invincible cards or something else. Maybe, he, you know, either way, it'll be worth it. And this is the only way to get the figure. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty exciting. And yeah. this isn't the last time you'll hear us talk about action figures this episode. Um, so also, just want to remind everybody, you can email us. We've got some emails that we're going to talk about later on in this episode. Our email address is theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. You can also message us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is InvincibleCast, uh, or you just search The Invincible Podcast. And uh, as far as podcast platforms you can find us uh on obviously itunes which we appreciate it if you review us we read all the reviews that we get on air and uh you know there's soundcloud um stitcher yes stitcher google play on youtube now yeah oh yeah youtube i've been working on getting the rest of those episodes out there's actually um there's actually some plays on those youtube ones which is kind of neat so that's pretty much it as far as news goes. We're gonna have more to talk about later. Uh, we're gonna jump right into this new issue. This is huge. This is issue one thirty three, uh, part one of twelve. This is it. The end of all things. This is the beginning. Oh God. Yeah. 
So first thing we're going to talk about is the cover. I don't think we talk too much about these covers, this uh, theme they've got going on. What do you guys think? I think they're going to be very ambiguous. Like, they, they've just been showing, I mean, Invincible's in his costume, not in his costume at all. Thrag's on the cover, <laughs> Thrag wasn't in it at all. Oliver's holding his kids. That's pretty sad. I'm pretty, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure Oliver was not is not holding his kids in this in this issue. So, mm-hmm. um, I think. The, Do you like that though? I think it captures the tone of it really well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to capture the overall. Like this is the end. Look at Alan's face. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. There's definitely some joy on on Eve and Tara's face mm-hmm. with. You know, they have something to celebrate. Obviously, what happened in this issue? Oh, Just yeah. holding flowers. So, You're but right. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like a great fan of the cover mm-hmm. i just think that it's okay do you, you think know? that it's the whole theme like the next cover is you know alan with the similar kind Pretty of much like, the same yeah. same thing yeah i mean so part of me i agree like part of me is a little saddened at the fact that we're not going to see other than variants like any new style covers like any like you know thrag with a bloody hand like something crazy to talk about and speculate but at the same time, I'm a sucker for these matching covers. Like the Viltrumite War had it, the Flax on Dimension one had it. Like, I like connecting covers. I, so do, yes, I love those. I like connecting covers too. But for the same reason, I love these is because I like when things match. I like you know the hardcover collections. I like you know the trade paperbacks. They all have similar themes to them, and I think this is exciting. I'm excited to see who's on the cover of the next one and who's on the cover of the one after that. Right. My issue and, is, would you buy this comic if you had never seen an Invincible before? Oh, I think it's yeah. I don't yes, know. you think it's eye candy? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I do. I think I so. Do. I mean, I'm not bashing it at all. It's okay, but it's not like mm-hmm. Invincible holding his broken arm. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like but that's conquest. what I mean. Yeah, we're we're not going to really see any more of those covers, as, as you know, from what I can tell. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's cool, and I do like the fact that it's you know ambiguous, like you said, Bill. Like we really can't get too much from these covers apart from that character is possibly in it even though yeah. so even that sometimes isn't the case because like you said like we, we, on this yeah and we had no idea that alan and mark were gonna fight mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that and that altercation was gonna happen yeah uh, you, so i kind of like that i yeah. mean you think of uh, the past few issues like the one with uh mark looking at uh uh robot rex you know face to face you know like, they're gonna have a conversation have a conversation or, yeah. in that episode or yeah. that issue so i i like this especially for these last 12 we don't have anything to go on yeah you're it's right. really exciting you're right so all right, here we go. And uh, we got two emails after we recorded last, uh, last episode, after the fact, uh, both of which might have mentioned that, you know, they had wished there had been a little bit more time to mourn Oliver. Um, they wished, you know, Mark would have been able to kind of show a little bit more emotion over the death of Oliver. And then we kind of talked about like, oh, you know, maybe there's a glimmer of, of a chance that Oliver isn't dead. Well, well, he becomes a star. Yeah, which was amazing, <laughs> and I wanted to cry. This was a great fucking way to start this comic. Like, I this love is exactly it. what needed to happen. Oh. That's exactly what needed to happen. It was so cool. He the, got, go ahead. I mean, just just how large the memorial was. Right. Look at and, that. I mean, look at how many fucking people are there. He is a true hero, and like we were, we 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 all complained. Everybody complained. The emails, the letter column, like or or like mm-hmm. you know, people responding to us. About how quick it was and how there was no emotion. And this, I mean... And it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, we shouldn't have doubted it. The fact is, like, this this whole episode is all emotion. You know, a lot of this is a direct, you know, relation to what happened to Oliver. Almost everything that happens in this issue. Maybe everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right down to the wedding. Like, everything is kind of 
because of what happened. It's all ninety five percent of the context of this is no, I, I would say one hundred percent of it all, so, even the wedding, like you said. So TJ Oliver has always been one of your favorite characters. How did you how did you like his funeral, his send off? Uh, I thought it was fitting, especially mm-hmm. with um, who he was to this planet and and what everything that he's done. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that it should have been big. I mean, look at how many people showed up to this thing. It was oh, mm-hmm. and speaking of, did you see earlier today? I didn't catch this, so don't tell Bill. Did you see Ryan Otley? Uh, yes. Did that Easter egg? Yeah. Bill, what in this panel. What are you talking about? Do you how, see? How do I miss all these things? <laughs> there is an Easter egg character on the second page in the crowd. Where it shows him kind of entering the thing. Mm-hmm. Do you see uh, a character in the crowd? Is that a Toy Story alien? Yes, yes. it is. Oh. What a cute little Easter egg. Wow. So Toy Story, everything that happens in that is canon to Invincible. Yep. Yep. Well, the, yeah, the Toy Story universe so and we're the Invincible see, universe. So we're going to see Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear versus Alan the Alien. <laughs> so, and yes, I love the we come from the stars, we we return to the stars. You know, to infinity kind of dis- dis- and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, disintegrating Oliver and like blasting him into space. I think it was. I think it was awesome. Even looking at it now, like it's just super emotional. Mm-hmm. Like great job. The tone's great. Like the uh, we're finally seeing Mark and Eve break down and cry, mm-hmm. and then we get Alan. I liked Tara looking over at Eve and Mark crying too. Because we don't get too much of her in this issue, and I thought that was a cute little. Oh, we know. get enough. Oh, oh my gosh, we get enough. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's always enough. <laughs> like no matter how little she's in here, it's just it's, it's fills it's, my it's, heart with joy. So, the uh, the tears are you know, kind of met pretty quickly with uh, Alan, you know, saying something, you know, saying he's sorry to Mark, and Mark doesn't really take that too lightly. So. Yeah, he just kind of sucker punches him. And I don't know, TJ, what do you think? What do you think of all this between, you know, what, with Mark freaking out on Alan at the funeral? I, I thought it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Why? We Honestly, fought, we got our I mean, answers that, I mean, we were, I mean, we all knew. We called it. You yeah, know what I mean, I mean we, we, had, we had, you know, the suspicion that Thrag, or uh, Alan was involved somehow, mm-hmm. that he knew what was going on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I liked it. I, I liked that, that the fight happened. It was just kind of weird that it happened at the funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would have preferred it to happen before the funeral. Because um, obviously they're they're all there. Like, did they not see each other before the mm-hmm. funeral? Or mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I thought I thought the fight was good. I thought everything that was said was good. Yeah. And, yeah. and Eve, like, you know, and Tara. Tara saying, like, is this how it's going to be now? Everyone's just always fighting. And uh, Tara looking awesome, by the way. I really like. Yeah, like I was just thinking her profile. Like Mm -hmm. she, she looks like, and kudos to Ryan Otley. She looks like a mixture between Eve and Mark. Mm -hmm. Like she really look at the profile. Look at her profile. Like she, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So uh, Alan is kind of uh, upset at the fact that the people of Telescria are are able to see him, like their leader, fighting. And Mark's just like, so this is what you care about? You know, how you look in front of your people? So I think, uh, oh man, him just allowing Mark to kind of beat up on him a little bit before mm-hmm. he just thoom, yeah, catches, just thoom, catches, thoom, him. Thoom, catches exactly his fucking hands. Too, like, oh. mm-hmm. So we get the, you know, we, get, we finally get it. 
in, in writing, you know, Mark tells him, you had Oliver working undercover. You know, he knew, you know, Mark is mad because Alan knew what he was doing. He didn't try and stop him. Alan even says, you know, he volunteered. He volunteered for this. Right. And, but we needed him. And even if it was a death sentence, like, a, 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 you know, the mission that he couldn't come back from, Alan's even like, yeah, well, you know, he volunteered for it. He knew mm-hmm. what was at stake. Mm-hmm. Not part- only that, but I, I feel like I know Invincible well enough to know that, like, if Oliver had come to Mark and said, listen, I'm going under undercover, I'm going to be a double agent, would Mark have been, had been like, no, don't do this, or would he have trusted his brother enough to... That's you know what I mean. mean. I don't I, think that if he would have had a problem with it, I yeah. think he would have wanted wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, as far as Mark knows, and you know, he doesn't know what Alan reveals at the end at this point. Right. I I, I think I don't think Alan's necessarily in the wrong here. Not yet. Not I, yet. I know. I don't think he's in the wrong until the end. Really yeah, we'll at get all. it. Yeah, we'll but get into at that the same later. time. I understand why Mark is upset because so he may be a little bit in the wrong because I do think that. After all that Mark has done, all that Mark's been through, and everything that he sacrificed, he should have been in the loop. Mm-hmm. But well, it, but it involved Mark. Like the whole Alan, him going undercover was like okay, yeah, maybe we can like I don't know, find out some stuff, some intel. But the overall plan or idea of it was to then get Mark involved, mm-hmm. and then because he's the leader and he can get all the Voltramites. Yeah. You know what I mean? To follow him. But we'll, I mean, we'll get into that. I'm saying why I, why Mark is pissed off right now with what he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark doesn't know. He that. doesn't know that the reason why they didn't tell him was because they were trying to draw him out into the war. His, his brother just died. His brother like, just yeah. died. Well, and he, exactly doesn't, yeah. he doesn't think, know why he wasn't informed of this. I think a lot of this, this almost this entire, you know, well, this whole fight scene, this whole part of the comic is all emotion based. Like, they, his brother just died. They're mm-hmm. all super upset. So take this next scene. Like Eve shows up to stop the fighting, and uh, she she basically lays into Mark. I couldn't believe right what she was saying to him. She but she's so right. Like she, she's like right so off the bat. Right. What is wrong with you? You're scaring our daughter. You know after everything she you know Oliver died in front of her. You want her to see this, and then Mark. And I love this because this is classic Mark. And he's like, I'm sorry, but. You know what he did. He put a, he put people in danger. He and then like can, Mark you stops. You know how persuasive he can be. Yeah, and then Mark stops and says, "I lost control." And I just like it looked like he was about to like say, "Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I again. fucked up again, like, like I always up. do." Yeah, but no, she like. She, Which brings me to a theory. I think something's wrong with Eve with the whole regeneration thing. I don't know. I, it felt weird that she like kept attacking him. No, no, I think I'm totally cool with that. I I think like she's had enough. She's had enough of his like his excuses. Not only like she flat out flat out says, "You have a temper. You you'd act without thinking and you right. just put yourself out there without thinking of anybody else because you get away with it basically." And she stops him. She's and she, like with her like actually using her powers and beating him up. He's not scraped. He's not bleeding. His clothes aren't even messed up. They don't actually hurt each other. This is essentially two normal people, like a, a girl shoving a guy. Like right. she I'm knows still this say, doesn't hurt him. Going on the record saying that, you think even, even, even if that has nothing to do with it, I I was thinking about it even before I read this issue, and we didn't really talk about it in the last podcast. Mm. But I think some, that that was way too convenient. We talked about the conveniency of them just like getting 
coming back to life and everything being happy and them smiling, I, there's got to be some kind of consequence there. Right? there you think so? That's yeah. the word I was going to use, and I think, that, I think that you're. I think that you're right because like maybe it's getting to the point where Eve has done it too many times that she's starting to do something wrong to on a molecular she, level. She could something. be on She be. She. I mean, she doesn't show any kind of symptoms of that here. But and I think that you're right. I think that if I had superpowers and I couldn't be hurt really by Liz mm -hmm. and Liz got really mad at me, there have been times where we fought where I know that she would just want to just beat the shit out of me. Yeah. You know and what I mean? And like there's been times before where what was it? Somebody she slapped him or something like that and he just he barely moved. And there's mm -hmm. another time where, you know, he said ow when somebody hit him and she's like, Oh, stop, I know you that didn't hurt. Like, she's actually pushing him back. She's essentially shoving him mm -hmm. and saying, like, you're reckless. You're doing this to yourself. You're doing this to everyone around you. You know, this is why you're always getting hurt. This is this why is you're why always getting stranded. Tara grew up without her father. Yeah. I've had enough. The best that's part of this, the, the best I, part of this. That's the, the killer right there. Mm -hmm. We, I, You see a little bit of old Alan in the background. Like, was like, huh. Like, oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then Alan, like, he's like, yeah, Alan leaves. But. Eve continue like Eve doesn't let up. She's Angstrom Levy, Dinosaurus, now Thrag. When does it end? I couldn't believe. Like when she kept going, I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna just leave him. Mm -hmm. She's and going she, to leave and him. And then she says it. Like that that next part. You're ruining everything, and I hate you for it, Mark. I hate you. I hate how screwed up our lives are. I hate how much I love you. It hurts so bad. I was worried that she was going to leave him, not from a character perspective, but just from a reader perspective, mm -hmm. because I. I it, it can't happen again. Yeah. Like, seriously, it's happened so many this times. Is, that's like, why I love that's this. That's why because... when it ended and they were like, oh, but I love you, and then they hugged, I was like, okay, good. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't want to see that happen again, and I think that they know yeah. that. So, yeah. I've, it's very realistic, like, the fact that they've had that fight before where they break up. And I love that, that they actually, they've broken up before. They've, you know, they've gotten in fights before. A couple times. And, yeah, and she's left him before. But this is very realistic in the fact that, like, if you've ever been in a relationship where... You know, you've had a really bad fight and you guys break up, but then you get back together and then you're in love for real and you've gotten through that bad part. You can almost get away with this kind of fight where you're saying, I hate you. can still have the same I, kind of fights yeah. and just like hug afterwards. Yes, and exactly. That's what's happening here. She's saying, I hate you. I hate you for screwing all this up. It hurts you so bad. I It hurts so bad that I love you this much. I loved Oliver too. And then they just hug. Like, like she's bawling. She's crying during all of this. Like, she's just, this is... This whole you, issue is like release. Now, before we were talking about, you said some people didn't like this issue? There were a, a couple people that there didn't like it. There were a couple people. I saw a couple comments too, one of which I'm going to, uh, I'll read later when we go over emails and things like that. Just yeah, it's we'll, from a very we'll save that for the email okay. section yeah. in terms of what other people think of this, but right. this is all yeah. what we think. So we'll talk about that later. Um, so can we talk about Tara now? Yes, because now this is Tara's scene. First, before Tara, uh, I love how Nolan keeps trying to go up there and get involved. <laughs> it's just it's the Voltramite. Yeah. Like they they need to they need to act. Yeah, protect need, each other. Well, but they need to act. He like, sees no, conflict and he wants to go exactly. to it. Exactly. You see conflict, sun. you want to do something. Mm -hmm. If you don't like somebody, you throw a punch at them. Like and it's and that's the thing that I like about this whole thing is that Mark always gets away and we always give him credit for taking the blame. Yeah, I was wrong. Wow, I fucked up really bad there. Wow, 4,000 people died because of me? Wow, I fucked up. Mm -hmm. I'm just, ooh, I'm a little reckless. And then mm -hmm. he's like, no, you, you, like, you need to stop. Yeah. You can't just keep fucking up and saying, oops, oops I fucked up, <laughs> and then continue to be able to do that. Like, mm -hmm. you need to change. Yeah. And I wonder if part of that change that he's seeing is this whole being a hero is bullshit thing, where it's like, he's not a hero. He knows what he's done. 
but you know. But that, you... but that allows him to be even more reckless because True. he doesn't have any. Because like... he has nothing holding him back. Right. He he has no moral compass now. He's just going to do whatever he wants to do because that's. And you know what? That might be something. I mean, Kirkman has teased in the past about you know, you know, Invincible, getting you know going more towards his Vulturemite roots. But so you want to talk about Terra? Oh my God. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> so essentially, Alan picks her up, and, and we haven't seen an interaction between Alan and Tara since she was a baby, mm-hmm. since before reboot. Yeah, I think so. Right? And he kind of has this conversation. I mean, no, no, actually, I mean, the when he's in the hospital. came back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're by no, by no legs, Alan or Yeah, whatever. that's right, that's right. Um, but yeah. But this, this interaction was perfect, and him tell, first of all, giveaway, my eye is sensitive. Yes. 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 Very big giveaway. Right? Like, I read it and I'm like, really, Kirkman? You're going to do that? Foreshadow? Hey, Come on, dude. I, I mean... I don't think it's that obvious foreshadow. I think it's cool. I mean, it's... I mean, I... That's just something we talked about, too, is that uh, since we started this podcast, I've been saying, Alan is too strong. Alan is too strong. Mm-hmm. And then right he on the comic where we have a little conflict with Alan, like, oh, shit, something, something else is going on and he's a little devious... They give him a weakness, mm-hmm. right? They, to the point to where they made it so his eye is bleeding. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? With a normal headbutt, headbutt from Mark. with a normal headbutt. I mean, he was blown up with an atomic bomb. He's had his eye. Oh yeah, and his eye was gone out of his yeah. socket before. So it's it's not it, it's just a weak spot. So it's not Alan, necessarily his weakness, right? So if Alan gets punched through his eye into his brain, is he gonna die? Maybe. Is he gonna yes. die? You that's think what, so? I think no, that I might I don't know if he's going to die, but that's something is going to happen with his eye for sure. Yeah. So I he says. I mean, so yeah. So he says, "My eye is very sensitive. It doesn't take much to hurt me." You know, I remember a very a very young little girl who once punched me in the eye, and it hurt really bad. Tara says, "Really?" He says, "Yeah." That little girl was you when you were still a baby, and she says, "Cool." And then the look on her face, yeah. and Alan. <laughs> Look at you, says Tara. Like the squint that Alan yeah. does. Tara, I can tell you're thinking about punching me in the eye again. Please don't. <laughs> she says sorry. Like, she's so freaking adorable. She is. I can't stand it. And she looks so much like Mark. Yeah. Ah, oh, so cute. Uh, this page is Ryan gorgeous. Otley. Yeah. Holy shit. This is the first page where I'm like, yeah, Ryan like, Otley's back. He, he posted this on his yeah, Twitter yeah. saying that this was one of his favorite ones to draw. Mm-hmm. And Nathan Fairbairn with the colors, like it's just it's, ah, oh, it's gorgeous looking. Um, mm. But this this what's it? Wasn't Otley the inker on this? Yeah. Yep. Right, Otley uh, inked it. Otley inked actually it inked it. Yeah. He was the inkist. Yeah. You the know inkist. <laughs> what's weird is it, it, as soon as this issue started, like right in the beginning, something looked odd to me. And and I don't know if it is the ink. I think it's because we're used to Cliff Rathburn. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Like there was, it seemed a little rougher. Yeah. Is that what yeah, it is? It's maybe? just a different, a little different style. Which is interesting. Um, I, and back to Mark and Eve just sitting there, like just showing. Like a few minutes ago, she was yelling how much she hates him, you know. And now this is this quiet moment. Like this is the fact that like they're they're in love. This is a relationship, and you know, it it was cool seeing that release, and then you know showing that you know they're still okay um and not only that but they talk about how um you know mark says like he's you know he's gonna kill him he said it, just to be clear i want to kill thrag i'm not gonna try and stop him i'm not, I'm not gonna, gonna try, try and, and do the right him. thing i'm mm-hmm. not gonna do the right thing I, i'm going to kill him mm-hmm. and he's like no we're gonna kill him she yeah she Eve, says that you yeah. said we're gonna kill him mm-hmm. and you know and this is the first so if you didn't see 
the you know cover to I think it was 135. Um, this is the first mention we get of Space Racer out of nowhere. Mark says, "I'll have Alan, my dad." This Space infuriated Racer. me. Why is that? Where the fuck did that come from? Right. The last time we saw Spe- Speed Racer was the final Speed page. Speed Racer. Or, uh, <laughs> Space you Racer. You corrected yourself. You said Spade. No, Speed Racer is the <laughs> right guy. Was, um, I think, the end of 122. And we've been talking about that since we started this podcast. Yeah, like, what, what happened? happened? Speed Racer. Did we miss something? Space Racer. No, are I we just... the only ones in the And then all of a sudden, like, oh, we also have Space Racer. So and we're like, I'm like, what the fuck? He got away? Yeah, I guess. It, or maybe He's Mark's like, assuming they have Space Space it's racer? been years. It's been years. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Ryan, I think you might be right. Maybe Mark's because assuming the we last have space thing racer? that Mark did with space didn't didn't space racer go there? W- oh no no no! He was on his own mission. He went to go find that location. They got attacked. Mark went to go investigate and fell. And so and he then probably five years happened. Yep. So he probably just assumes. He probably just. And assumes. he's been back for how long? Why is he just randomly bringing up space racer's name without knowing? Because he was I part of the. Why core wouldn't you be group? like? We also have Space Racer. Wait a minute. What? How's Space Racer? I haven't seen him in fucking like six years. Yeah. What's going on? What I'm, like, what you know I'm what hoping mean? happens that's, that's is ne- the next issue, Space Racer's in it, and, you know, they, like, he's with the coalition. Them? No, and they just mention the fact that, you know, well, when I fought Thragor, how I escaped, bro, you know what I mean? Like, there has to be a, a mention. An issue ended with that scene. If an issue didn't end with that scene, it wouldn't, I, have been a, it wouldn't be a big deal. But an issue ended with Thrag hovering above there Space There was Racer. also an entire issue where Mark goes into the future... And we have been wondering about that for, and now there's twelve, there's eleven issues left. But that will be explained. That will absolutely be explained. You think it will be explained? Absolutely. Yes. That's so big in the Invincible universe, or I mean, like the fan universe. That's all anybody talks about. I would like to put a pin in this yeah. and maybe even place a bet. <sighs> Unless you guys know something that I don't know. No, I don't. I just okay. I just I, like I still stand by the fact that that shape shifting creature is going to come back. And may be Oliver. I feel like they cover up ties pretty well. We did talk about that. Yeah, we did talk about that. We'll not see. not about the ties. You want you want to bet? I, I will that they don't address the future. I will bet each of our listeners. The spaghetti monster. I think we call. I it. will bet each of our listeners one dollar that they never bring it up again. <laughs> no, he's talking about the future episode. Right, with, that they're not uh, going to talk about the future episode. Or the, the future issue, issue with oh, Omni Man. Talking about the spaghetti monster. He thinks they're not going to bring no. up Omni Man as king. They've already answered more than half of those. What? Yes. No, they you're, haven't. You're not still sick, are you? The virus that blasted Mark, the scourge virus. Right, but did, did, there's it, that did, one. Uh, what else did he say? He said, um, "I haven't seen you since you and your family left Earth." You were much bigger. Like he wasn't you, bigger. You look much. No, you look much bigger than the last so, time. So I saw you think you. enough of that Which has been talked Mark about? Already to... has gotten bigger because now he's stronger. So you now you've... what about? Uh, and then uh, your dad left you as leader of the coalition. Suddenly, since that issue, no one's been made leader. The only no thing that was missing, yes, the only thing that we're missing is Mark becoming leader. That's the only thing out of like the five things that. Okay, well, one dollar, one dollar to each of our listeners. He was he, it wasn't him in the future though, so why would he be bigger? It was him from the past, right? In the future, so why would he be bigger? Hmm. I, I don't know. We're, I, we got to read that in. For those of you who are completely lost to what we're talking about, do you remember which issue it was? It was fifth. Wasn't it after seven. the Invincible War? Mm, I forgot which no. one it was. Uh, I thought it was like it's, 70 it's, or something. Yeah. Like 67 or something. It's the there. one with the two time-traveling twins. Mark goes into the future and sees the immortal as king, and he gives a lot of uh, interesting information that ends up coming true for the most part, but some of it we're still waiting on. So if you were a little lost to what we were just talking about. 
But back to this issue, because we've gone on a little bit of a tangent. Um, they, uh, Eve says that there's something else they want to do before they go off fighting. Did you have an idea of what it was before? So, during this issue, when they were fighting, part of me, like, so before, like, while they're fighting, Eve hit Mark, and I'm like, oh, I don't like this so much. Like you, TJ, I was like, I don't want them to get in a fight again. But then I liked it when I found out that she's actually just letting off steam and she's pissed at Mark for all this and she still loves him even though she's saying she hates him and that got me thinking damn it they're still engaged they got engaged in issue 100 and then Mark came back from you know that time in the alternate dimension and she didn't have her ring on anymore and that's when Mark got raped and they haven't really brought up the fact like where are they are they engaged do they still want to get married so this all went through your head right before you turned the page. No, I've been meaning to bring up. <laughs> no, I've been meaning to bring that up. Like, where are they relationship-wise? Over the last few times we've talked, and I just keep forgetting about it. And then when that fight happened, I was mad. But then I saw that they were together, and she said there's still one more thing. I knew it. I knew it. Before I, I, turned I the had page. no idea. Really? I thought I thought it was going to be something like you knew that you were going to turn the page and I, see the wedding. I would have bet money. Yes. Yep. I've been thinking about that so much. I got married this year. I I've like been waiting was... for them to get no, married. No, no, no. I know. But you weren't expecting him to, like, look at his ring or something like that. Like, I felt like it was kind of rushed that I would turn the page and they're at the wedding. And they're having a good time no, when the page I... before it, Mark is wearing a suit because he just came from his brother's funeral. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It felt it felt a little rushed to me. Yeah, I... Uh... If other like 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 Kirkman was like, I did. Oh shit! They're I, still engaged. We gotta take care of this. Yeah. After the Alan Tara, you know, humor and them sitting there silently, it felt as though the funeral was over. You know, what I mean, there's a little humor with Alan again. That scene was done. These two are off sitting on the on this thing. I didn't think it was gonna cut back to anything to do with the funeral. So, but either way, I mean, I didn't think it was gonna cut back to the funeral. I just think that. A funeral and a wedding in the same yeah, issue just fell Which is great quick. because the very first thing that's said is uh, Eve saying, sorry, the timing is definitely not ideal. I hope you understand why we needed to do this. And she's totally on. cool with it. Like, it's exactly what she needed. It's what mm -hmm. Oliver would have wanted. I, I make a prediction, mm -hmm. okay, that when Liz reads this issue, she's going to love Eve's hair and her dress. Guarantee it. She's really? gonna she is going to absolutely comment on her hair. I don't like his suit at all i understand it's supposed to be futuristic i do i, I think do it's not cool like it's alien. not futuristic it's alien i don't like it at all. Uh, well that's because cool. you're an alien racist you don't like any of these aliens do you uh, whatever uh i don't know if i like the fact that talaya is standing there whereas like five issues ago she was pissed at eve because of what happened between her and her brother i mean i assumed that she didn't like her but maybe they were she was just didn't like the situation i don't know so uh Mark and Eve leave. Uh, I like uh, Tara saying, Mom and Dad are married. So they go off. Do you, I mean, are they just kind of going off the little honeymoon? Is that just kind of what it was? Because they say that they're going to keep an eye on Tara. And, uh, Probably. You know, take as much time as you need. Uh, I would assume. I wish we got to see a little bit of it, but... Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think of this? So they have rings, and Eve asks for the rings, and she says that... We'll put them back on when all of this is over. I don't want them getting damaged. And it'll give me something to come back... To, it'll give us something to come back to. Mark says, okay. It's all foreshadowing, dude. Ugh. Everything everything Ugh. in this issue is foreshadowing. Anytime they do this in movies, like war movies, like, here's my here's my pocket watch, I'll come back for it. Yeah. 
okay, we know you're dead. That's so, yeah. like, is this, is it supposed to be obvious? Like, is Mark going to come back, you know, alone and pick up both rings and we're all going to be crying like 30-year-olds reading this comic because... He's going to ha- he's gonna give it, oh my God, he's going to give it to Tara. Like, this is too much. Like... Oh, no. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if it's being kind of obvious as a foreshadowing thing or what, but... Well, that's probably why they he somebody is going to pick up those rings at the end of this, and it's I like that as a like a seed that's planting on this first of twelve because we might not see those rings again till issue twelve, mm-hmm. and that's crazy. So, what did you think of that, TJ? Yeah, I agree. Hmm. With yeah, I mean, um, I I agree. It's all foreshadowing. I um, I don't know if we really talked even more I, more in depth about what we think is going to happen, but I think. Um, you know the whole spaghetti monster and reboot reboot i think that is going to pay the ultimate toll on mm-hmm. uh, on mark i think i think he might lose everybody i think he yeah. might you know what i mean and and that's why he's i mean obviously we talked we did talk previously about how i think that nolan is going to die and that um, i think that mark is going to leave earth as omni man said in the future yeah. uh in order to take not omni nolan's place. immortal immortal thank you yeah. um his place in the Vultramite army. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's going to do that because he lost everything else and he has nothing left. Oh, well, I guess that would be full circle because he is a Vultramite, right? So he would have to end up leading the Vultramite empire because mm-hmm. he does have the blood of... The blood of Argo. Yeah, so all those seeds point to that. Yep. So, and then we get the most annoying phrase that I didn't like equally as much. <laughs> I don't mind it. No, Absolutely, t- you were you said it best. Being a hero is bullshit. I don't like that either. Because it felt like that. yeah, it, it felt, felt exactly how I felt. Like it felt it so t- corny. Like yeah, you said that, and it was like it was such a cool moment the first time Mark said it and like crushed Anand's head. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to say say it again. Like it was a little overkill. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm curious to why they they're bringing that point home. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Are they making it clear that Mark is you know? not going to be a a good guy in Mm -hmm. this. I don't think that it needs to be, we're not a stupid audience. Mm -hmm. Like we get it. I think they're, I think they're kind of beating into our head saying, Hey, they're not heroes. They're not heroes. So that when it comes down to the light, the last fight with Thrag, you're like, Oh my gosh, they're going to kill him. And then they're not going to kill them because they are heroes. They're it's misdirection. Oh, misdirection. That's TJ's right about a lot of things. Mm. The 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 Mm. consequences with Eve's Eve's powers. Because but I think I don't know if I agree with that. I do. I I do because we, all of us, nobody liked that. Everybody said it was a cop out. Kirkman doesn't do that. I don't know if there's a consequence or there's just going to be something that stops her next time. Something is going to happen that inhibits her from being able to there's got to be some sort of consequence there's got to be there's got to be maybe she gets pregnant again she wasn't able to use her powers last time she was pregnant there's got to be something stopping her from doing it from using her powers Hmm. chop her head off that's what i mean like there's got to be a all right so the last scene so now the big reveal the double ending (laughs) the double ending it did feel like that was the ending the return of the king add-on um talia goes out to uh alan standing out on his balcony and he's upset about something let's read it you want to read it it. yeah let's read it let's read it because it's important do it so alan says it's all in motion now mark and eve will want to kill thrag for what he did they're involved they'll give me the help i need i can rally my forces around them mark will be able to pull in other vulture mites something oliver could never do 
he was just he says how the attack on his life there was a lot of pressure he had no choice i need you you know telling talia that i need you to believe that i never would have let it get this this far you know and uh he says i knew pressing oliver to meet with rag would cause him to test him i made sure thrag knew where mark and eve were i put them in danger i knew thrag would use them as a test i knew that all of this I was desperate, I saw no other way, and now my friend is dead. With a tear in his eye, not I'm surprised not he's even telling Talia all this. I, I understand guess, that they're, I the mean, damage, but I why think, now? I, like, I, he's probably just, you know, feeling the remorse, but... I think the damage is now, done. Now, more than ever, I would keep my fucking mouth shut on this subject. You know what I mean? If I were him. That's not who Alan it's, is, though. But this, it's not like he's going to tell Mark. But this is very uncharacteristic of Alan to do this type of thing to yeah, be in this kind this of is, role this is breaking him this and and this is who alan is alan's a good fucking guy like do you he's, think he's going to tell mark yeah i do i, I don't think, i think that i don't know how mark's gonna find out i think mark is going to find out yes i don't know whether or not it leads to mark wanting to kill alan it will but if it does <laughs> i think that alan would be okay with it almost like because like you said Bill, like yes alan i deserve this feels like he deserves punishment for this he feels shitty for this and this is kind of proving to us that he is a good guy. He does feel remorse. He did a shitty thing. And I don't want this to happen. He did a necessary thing. He did a necessary thing. What would you do if you were in his position? Like that's a really shitty situation. He he told Thrag, like we predicted that, that he told Thrag where Mark and he asked Let me Mark, ask you this. He, did it work out for him? Yeah. Did it? Yes. He traded Oliver for Invincible. Uh, and, and Eve and, and all the all other Vulture Mites. He said Oliver would never be able to rally the other Vulture Mites that, like Mark. That was could. his reasoning. That's his reasoning. Yeah. And fuck yeah. Do you, well, I don't. I don't think. I don't. I hope this doesn't happen. One thing I was thinking could happen is Mark is going to find out. Alan's not going to tell him, but Mark's going to find out and want to kill Alan, and they're not going to be friends. And then I think Alan's could possibly sacrifice himself in the heat of the moment to save Mark or something, and redeem himself for for this size. bullshit yeah, yeah. in mark size redeem himself i can see that i just don't know if i necessarily necessarily see them fighting especially because we saw them fight in this issue like i don't because like we like we've kind of said like earlier like in past issues i would have predicted like yeah they're gonna fight mm-hmm. but alan's he alan's kind of, he kind of makes sense alan's purpose yes he does alan's purpose in this whole arc here is to defend the fucking galaxy Right and and this this whatever amount of space that that they're in, mm-hmm. and once that is done, he's not going to be able to live with the guilt of what he did. Mm-hmm. It's necessary; he had to do it, but it's kind of like sacrificing yourself. You know what I mean? Would you Would you jump in the way of a bullet to save your wife mm-hmm. and die? Yeah. Do you want to die? Well, no. No, but, but you would, do, you would it, do it, right? Exactly. I think that it would be amazing if after everything is done. And maybe Mark is like, we'll come back to this. And he goes and kills Thrag or something like that. And maybe Alan's somewhere. He says, meet me here after the battle. Mm-hmm. And Alan just takes a beating and dies and just allows Mark to just. Would Mark do that, though? Or would he just leave him? He might. Beat up. He might. Interesting. He may. Hmm. He, hmm. he I'm, who knows? And you know what's exciting and not exciting at the same time? We're going to find out, because there's only 11 more issues left. Ugh. There are only 11 more issues left. T- t- this was so quick. This issue was so quick. I every feel like issue, it's going to... Really? Gonna, we are oh, going to say that about every gonna, issue. And you know what? I think this is a longer issue than normal. 
because it was kind of this anniversary issue. So what's Alan's what's Alan's girlfriend's name? Talia. Um, or, oh, Talia. Yeah, Talia. We have to talk about her butt in this because uh, in there's a little, little cheekage. There's little enough cheekage. cheekage. I think it's the best thing that we've ever seen in Invincible. The best thing. I think it's. I the, can't help but feel like after our interview with with Otley, that was a little something he he put in there for it's us. It's just he enough. That, he did that just for you. Just oh, for us. Also, I missed it the first time because I read it digitally. There you go. And I read panel to panel, and Ryan was right. It cut it off. It did. Now you know. It's like a PG thirteen version of it. <laughs> Damn it. Ah. Uh, well, let's uh let's see what some of the listeners had to say. Uh, remember, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail just like Jordan did. Jordan wrote to us and said, Hey again, guys. Read issue 133 last night, and I enjoyed it a lot. I figured it'd be filler of some fo- some sort. Very emotional. I know last issue, we didn't really get to see Mark react to Oliver dying, but it was nice to see him feel for his brother's death this time. It was also nice to see Mark and Eve finally get married. I'm looking to get married, too, in, in the next year, so that was heartwarming and relatable. I also like how Eve slapped Mark up for being an impulsive person, LMAO, and also how she's committed to ending Thrag with him. My predictions next issue is a check-in with Thrag and Ursul and the Coalition prepping to actually go to a war. And I and sorry, I said that last time, but it seems really likely this time around. I really liked how Otley's art was in this issue. I've noticed that he and Walker's art has progressively evolved slash gotten better over time. Fairbairn's colors also added a nice touch. I also enjoyed the moment between Tara and Alan. The eye bit was actually pretty funny. You guys were right about Alan selling out Mark and Eve for his benefit as well, but it was nice to see he felt bad about it. I take Alan as the type of guy who just goes, oh well, to the situation. Have we ever seen him cry? Last but not least, I think Mark is really going to start getting in touch with his Voltramite side. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a letter asking if he if he was going to give in to his heritage more, uh, and Kirkman replied with, stay tuned. He might end up sprouting a mustache eventually. But at some point in the book, he's sick of everyone's bullshit, so he'll do what's necessary to make his family's life peaceful. And who can blame him? Sorry for the long letter. Love, Jordan. P.S., Where's Marky Jr.? Where the fuck is Marky Jr.? He's coming. He is. He's He's growing. I almost feel like with everything that's going on, that it almost feels unnecessary. You know what I mean? Like that whole Marky storyline. Like there's enough. I think they knew about it when he wrote that, so he's got to play a big part. No, no, I know. But I'm saying like I feel like there's enough even without that. And throw that into the mix and there's just so much. So, Bill. Oh, actually, was there... um, There's something else... Jordan said, oh, yeah, I agree. Next issue, uh, I'd like to see some Thrag and Ursul. Well, it, um, so- it sounds like his prediction, and unfortunately, I think that he's right, is that it's going to be kind of like a build-up to what everybody's doing, which mm-hmm. to me sounds like filler, but oh, necessary. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, this was, this issue was an awesome first issue. Like, think about this. This is going to be the first issue of the, you know, of the hardcover the final hardcover. Somebody might pick up, you know, volume 11, read it, which is going to be Reboot and Cory Walker's arc, and then put it down. And then maybe a month, maybe a year later, pick up volume 12 hardcover, and it's going to start off with this. Like, this is an awesome March to War, like, build-up kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I think it was a, a good start. You know, I guess the question is, is how many issues of the last 12 are actually going to be conflict hmm. and not, like... I don't build think, up and then I think aftermath. this one was a little necessary to have a little bit more um, exposition, but I don't think Kirkman's going to be slowing down at all. I think he's got a lot to put in these, and they're going to feel quick, and their things are going to probably feel a little rushed, mm-hmm. but I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, 
TJ or Bill, you guys got a message? Or? Yeah, I got. I have one from Jason. Uh, so glad that Mark and Eve finally got married. I wish we could have seen more from the actual wedding, as it feels like. Uh, I have known these characters for years, but considering it's the end of the series, I'll take what I can get. The Otley art was fantastic. So happy to have him back. I think it's clear that Mark or Nolan will be attempting to kill Alan by the end of the series, and it's going to be heartbreaking. Uh, thanks, as always, for the great podcast and always taking the time to reply to emails, even when it's too late to read them on the show. You're doing a great job at creating a community for fans of the book. Love, Jason. Thanks, Jason. I don't know why. I, I, I actually think that if it came down to it, Nolan would try to stop Mark from killing Alan. That's funny because you read you know the email from him and... The first thing I thought of was like, oh, all we, all we talked about was Mark fighting Alan. What if Nolan finds out that his son Oh, yeah, was, that's his son. That's oh, his yeah. son. Oh, maybe fuck. Nolan's the one that's going to snap at him. Nolan would know that that's necessary, though. He's yeah, super maybe. Vultramite. Yeah. Like, he, they, they kill the weak to breed the, you know, the, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think but. that he's more understanding and wise and older than Mark. I think Mark is going through kind of maybe a metamorphosis Mm -hmm. time of his life where he's starting again like we're gonna start to see mark become more vulturemite interesting tj uh yeah we had some people that uh contacted us on facebook um mark uh coincidentally he's emailed us before um he's our friend from i believe he's from the uk he says so mark and eve did give a shit about oliver dying good to know <laughs> I think that there needed to be more between the events of the last issue and the beginning of this one, which I agree. Uh, the difference between their reactions in the two issues was too jarring for me. Having said that, I liked this issue. Great to have Otley back, and Tara was on a fine form. Uh, on fine form, loved her considering hitting Alan in the eye and her expression at the wedding. Mm, yeah. A crazy theory occurred to me the other day. What if Eve rebuilt Mark wrong? She made him stronger. What if she inadvertently took away his delayed aging? Hmm. It would be an interesting way to end. I think the thing which led to this was the thought, if Eve's death is meant to drive Mark crazy, how could the series end without this happening, assuming they both survive? He brought up an interesting point. Like, TJ, you said oh maybe eve built herself wrong i think it's interesting to think that maybe she built mark built wrong. mark wrong what if what if that's awesome by the way because i love that idea i don't know if taking away the the aging part but what if she somehow took away the human aspect of him mm. rebuilt what him if, as more of a vultramite more than a of a vultramite or, or or like you know some sort of how could that play a part in the story you think though you know what i mean yeah, because he is, is actually, I mean, a, we've already, issue? you mean, he's been on this, you know, more aggressive Vultramite path. What if she did something to make it easier, maybe unhinge him a little bit more, like didn't put a block back that was yeah. kind of keeping him something human? Something took, took more of the human aspect away from him, you know what I mean? Because she, <laughs> she rebuilds on, on the level of an atom, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's DNA. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and to his point, it could be the aging aspect or it could be... Like the the human aspect or something, but I think that's amazing. I think that would be really cool if it was re it was brought up again. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there was another um, 
post. It wasn't directed to us, but I wanted to read it just because it's from a different perspective. Um, Peter posted on the InvinciFan site. He said, So disappointed in the new issue, possibly the worst issue of Invincible. Rushed with bad writing and characters, acting out of character, with no explanation and a bunch of cliche drivel. Plus, Ryan is not a good inker. This is exactly what I feared. It feels it feels like Kirkman is rushing this to get it out of the way. A better issue would be one that focused on paying tribute to Oliver, like the silent issue of Batman and Robin, where Bruce is mourning Damien. It doesn't feel like they care about Oliver, despite the crappy dialogue about how sad they are. Show, don't tell. So yeah, I saw this on Facebook. Um, I... I disagree. I mean, you guys have listened to us talk about it for almost an hour now. Um, you there know, are certain... Okay, He's not wrong. He's well, not wrong about yeah, that. I mean, everyody's he's saying some stuff, but yeah, every, at the same Everybody's time, entitled to exactly. their opinion. Um, when it comes to, um, you know, first of all, I love the shout-out to the, the silent um, I don't know that issue one. of... Uh, after Damien died, it was there was no dialogue in, in the comic. Uh, spoilers, thank you. That was... He died like two years ago, though. <laughs> uh, spoilers, thank you. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, you got a lot of catching up to do. If I that's have the case. rest in peace. All right, Batman R.I.P. That was like 2007. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, anyways, that was an awesome issue. But um, I don't think that, obviously, Batman and Robin have a much bigger um, relationship that was built over the over the course of the couple, last you know, however many years. Not to mention it's not ending. Not all, not to mention that it's father and son versus brother and brother. I mean, if, I don't know. My personal opinion is is father and son has a bigger. There's a bigger connection there, but I I don't know. I I I kind of disagree with that. Um, the whole rushed that it was rushed. I, I that like that's something I said before. I, I do kind of agree with that. There was a funeral and a wedding in the same thing. Yeah. We don't don't all agree on it. It's just our opinions, yeah, again, and you're entitled to that. This and, is his opinion. But I agree yeah, about the rushed. I could say, you could say that it it felt rushed. Again, I kind of disagree. I mean, people wanted, I mean, he even said he wanted more, you know, tribute to Oliver. We said at the beginning of this discussion, almost this entire thing was, a, a, you know, contrib- attributed to Oliver in some form or, mm-hmm. or another. Also, um, the rushing thing, I mean... I, I mean, I think the only thing that seemed kind of rushed was jumping to the wedding the way it did. But even that, right. the way I explained yeah. it, in my opinion, I feel like there was a good transition. I feel like the, the, the funeral scene ended in my eyes. It came to a close and they moved on. These 12 issues have to hit every scene. Like each page is valuable now. And if if it feels a little jarring at first as you reading it, I'm, you know that's get, a, that's a price I'm willing to take and I mean, get used to it because yeah. there's 11 um, issues left. Yeah, this you is can, gonna be... and like we said earlier, Kirkman I'm sure has a lot to put in these issues. So mm-hmm. right. And, so would you rather would you rather them speed this process up a wedding? Do you really want to read Invincible to just have a whole issue about a wedding, or yeah, do you want to have one awesome, page about a wedding knowing and then the 12? rest of it, and then I'll have a whole issue of him just beating on Thrag and Thrag killing everybody? <laughs> like, come on, you no, know I what know. I mean? You can't. I know, and you again, can't have your cake and eat it too. Their, their opinion, you know. That's just how it is. We just disagree. Yeah. Uh, another one was um, our friend who was on the show, Mike Barrett, uh, says, he commented and said, Eve's powers, dot, dot, dot. They seem to be very improved after the self-adjustment last issue. She'll be a force to be reckoned with. And what if she learns how to access the full potential of her powers at will? 
versus being on the verge of death. She could be Phoenix without the crazy side. She could go head to head with Thrag if that was the case. Yeah, I love the idea of her kind of unlocking this Phoenix or Scarlet Witch kind of thing where she's just changing matter. And like, imagine so, imagine this, Bill. Eve's about to die. Something's going to kill her. But before she dies, we get a couple pages of her just going off. Going nuts. Straight up X3. Yes. Phoenix. Now, I say, yeah. Uh, now, say she's, now, say she wasn't going to die. I mean, obviously, that's a pretty OP. That's, that's a little too powerful. Mm-hmm. But that's a pretty cool thought, you know? She's you know got, what, and she's got the red hair to match. Do you know what's an even cooler thought? Hmm. I hate being right about everything all the time because uh, I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely yeah. we'll right see. about Battle Beast's son. Um, that's going to happen we'll in two that. issues. Two issues. We're going to see them. Yeah, we'll see. Next issue is going to be an entire issue about Battle Beast's son. Um, <laughs> Eve can only access it right before she's about to die or near death. Or it's a, it's a, it's a emotional, stressful experience. The first time she did it, she wasn't near death. So what about what if what if Thrag is about to tear Mark in half again, and the only way for Eve to save him is to make herself near death, to hurt herself, and she has to hurt herself. Well, she like I, I stabs like, herself I feel in the like heart Mark or something about like to die that. Is enough to do I it. don't. I think that she. It's been the first very time clear. she did it was when her mom, who she just saw, who was in a tank, died. I mean, that was enough to trigger it. I guess you're right. So I think, you know, she might be able to. But yes, her hurting herself or her doing something to herself in order to to unlock it, Mm -hmm. that's interesting too. Yeah. Carlito called her the uh, pink surfer versus the silver surfer. (laughs) Um, Another thing that Mark or um, Mike Barrett says, and uh, Bill, I don't think you know about this. We were about to bring this up, Bill. And uh, we, we were bringing this up before we started recording. Bill didn't get a chance to look at the uh, letters column in the back of the issue yet. So, Bill, I want to tell you this. Derek, in the letters column, says, And last thing you must consider. I'm sure everyone would agree with the idea of an invincible show or movie animated or that or not that you guys have even considered it. Also, everyone thinks that Oliver is straight up evil, but I believe he's just undercover because how would he choose to side with a guy who smacked his jaw off? Blah, blah, Derek. And then uh, Sean McAwitt says, you know, Thrag killed Oliver. But Kirkman responds and says, as far as the idea of adapting Invincible into another medium goes, of course we've considered it, but it's got to be perfect. Stay tuned. Dot, dot, dot. That could just be like feeding, feeding into it. You know what I mean? Why of say course, anything? Of course we've considered it. Yeah, but he has to, no, no, he has it's to acknowledge the stay it. stay tuned thing. Last year, he yeah. said something is coming. He said, stay, stay tuned. Yeah, he's I think something's still in the but works. But he's been saying this like since Invincible started. Like, mm-hmm. okay, 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 we get it. But Tell us something. Tell us something. It would be the coolest just thing say, in the world. Just, but, but you know what would be better? Would be better? Yes, something is coming. Something, it, it okay. is going to go into and another medium. And then stay what, tuned. And then, yeah, but then, then give us a stay tuned. But then say, it's, say they're working on an animated or a short or something like that. And it fails. It's not going up to standards, budget reasons, things just don't work out. Then he has to tell everybody that it's not happening. But no, he still this does is how now. You because he's been, a company he's, doesn't do that. No, I get it. I, I, understand, I understand that. But There's nothing to announce. He's, he's been, fine, I get that. But he's been giving us hints, very blatant hints, yeah. that's making the Invincible fan base go nuts for a very long time. So even mm-hmm. if whatever he's currently working out that we whatever he's currently working on that we don't know about, if it fails, I feel like he would still have to say, "Hey, we were working on something, but it but didn't, it work, didn't out. work yeah. out." Yeah. And I agree you know that, I mean? that that's his way out of this. And I think that's better than saying, "This is what it is." 
You can't say but that. But it's got to stay get a little impatient. And right. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Oh, but yeah. it's got to be perfect. That's his way I out like of it. it. That's his way out of it. Yeah. Are you saying stay true. tuned because you are working on something? Or are you yes. saying stay tuned because you never know? Mm. There were, he says it right here. We're working on something, but it's well, we've considered it, but it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's like saying, guys, if it's not perfect, remember, we're not going to do it. Do, right. do you remember the letters column in the last uh, issue where Bo Pro, Bo Pro, Bo Pilgrim actually wrote in and said that he thinks it would be great if there was an invincible action figure. And then one of the responses said, um, never say never. And a couple days later, we find out that Invincible is going to be in the next mega box. So but we like, don't know yet for sure. But we don't know for sure if it's the action figure. But it's like, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Speaking of Bo Pilgrim, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, we actually have the new segment of the, the fan spotlight. So um, take a minute. Uh, and you can hear our conversation with Bo now. All right, so here we are. We're sitting down with Bo Pilgrim. Welcome to the show, Bo. Hey, guys. What's up? Now, uh, we wanted to do this whole thing where we sit down with fans of Invincible, and uh, you actually reached out to us uh, a few months ago, maybe, and told us about your uh, custom action figures and some other stuff, and... First of all, congratulations on getting in the letters column. That was actually really cool, the uh, the latest issue. Oh, yeah. Oh, y'all saw that. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. It was cool. I've uh, always wondered about, like, writing in and, you know, getting... Uh, like, we actually talked about it, TJ. We were like, why didn't we ever write into the letters column? Yeah, we never column? really have done it. So how often have you have you written in a lot, and this is, like, your first time, or...? No, I've, I've had one other imprinted... It was a while back. I don't even remember what issue it was. I don't even remember what I wrote. But... <laughs> really? I'd have that shit framed. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one was a little bit more special, you know, because I was all emotional and stuff from mm-hmm. the uh, announcement. That's I wrote it the day that they announced that the series was ending. No and, way. Uh, yeah, and so that's where that all came from. I was never been so emotional about a fictional character in my life, I don't think. <laughs> oh, I know. I can't believe it took almost a year to get it into the comic, though. Wow. Um, I know you, you already told us, but uh, once again, where are you from? Um, Alabama. Gadsden, Alabama. Awesome. Good old nice. Sweet. <laughs> now, uh, so one of the first things I wanted to ask you about was, now, when did you start reading Invincible? Like, how did you get into it? I got into it, okay. Uh, the first issue I bought, single issue, when I was called up, was a... Uh, I think number 38, whichever one has the big spaceship and parks really small. That was the first one I bought, like, off the stands. But I'd always really liked the covers. Like, I thought the costume design for Invincible was freaking awesome. And one day, I just, on a whim, bought the first three hardcovers on Amazon and bought them and was have been obsessed ever since. <laughs> Did Kirkman's name play any part in that, or was it just simply, like, the comic, the cover of it? You're like, that looks cool, so I'm going to read it. No, it, you know, I started getting back into comics in about 2005, 2006, from whenever I was a kid. I'd, like, just graduated high school and had a little bit of money and stuff. And so I really, I started reading Walking Dead, I think, around the same time. Like, 25 was the first issue of Walking Dead I bought. And so I knew that I liked this guy, but he wasn't, like, my favorite writer or anything yet. And But it was mainly just Otley's art, and the I thought he looked cool. Yeah, and, in uh, issue uh, 38, he, Robert Kirkman wasn't even really a big household name at that time. No, nah, he was still, you know, before all the Walking Dead fame and all that stuff right. really took off. 
Yeah, and I I want to say I started like we started around 40, 42. I started at 40. Mm-hmm. I think you guys started around I think 42. you started at, like you started at 42. Yep. And you started you must have started at like around 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz I remember the ramp up for 50 and uh Yeah. That's cool. And but we got into it. I mean, like we've talked about it before, but Walking Dead was a big influence in, you know, finding Invincible because of Kirkman. And uh, I think it's cool that you picked it up just because the cover looked awesome. I like that. That was job, Ryan Otley selling comics. (laughs) I think I want to say that's actually the cover. (laughs) I want to say that's actually the cover that um, Mike Barrett owns. I think he owns the original to that because he talked about how he did talk about that. that, That's that's because that sounded familiar. Do you do you remember? Did was that a conversation that we had, or was he on the Mike, no, podcast? No, I think it was uh, the conversation with Mike Barrett on the podcast, where that's one of the covers he has, because yeah. he's talking about all the windows and the details yeah, of yep. that ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, why why did you keep reading it? Like, what was it that stuck, do you think, you know, in your opinion? What do you think What you know was the reason that kept you coming back to Invincible? I guess just because it was fresh, you know? It was all new characters. I know that, like... The Guardians and stuff, you could tell were, you know, rip-offs of the Justice League and all this yeah. and stuff. But I just, I like the whole, like you guys have talked about, once the the big twist with Nolan and stuff happens, it was like, just like in y'all's new reader episodes, like, couldn't put it down after, after you get to that twist. Up before that, it was like typical superhero stuff, mm-hmm. but... It was just different. It's always been so much more different than anything Marvel or DC or any of those other guys put out. Mm. Yeah, just the way that it takes that like kind of classic thing with it's always very Spider-Man, you know, where it's the it's the normal kid that's dealing with normal problems and just ramps it up. With you got to get past the origin story to get to the good, good stuff. Yeah, but even then, like I liked how the origin story was kind of the typical story, but then it flips it on its head and like you know oh they introduce you to like the justice league characters they make it seem like oh this is a normal comfortable thing and then completely change it and all those twists all those turns can make you like want to keep getting more and more it's addictive they still did it in a tongue-in-cheek kind of way though you know what i mean to keep it interesting not just it was like a blatant ripoff of like that's batman that's superman that's oh yeah martian manhunter like you know Mm -hmm. him having to throw up the, the thing, I'll, I'll remember that. Yeah, he's like, oh, I have to put this thing back in my mouth. Remember the guy that was like Green Lantern or whatever? Green Ghost. So it was still kind of funny, and you're like, oh, I get it. It's like a, it's like satire almost, you know what I mean? But then it flipped it over with the whole Omni-Man shit. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just the characters. I mean, the way Kirkman writes relationships and stuff, it, to me it's a lot more realistic and, uh, I guess, heartfelt or something. I don't know, like... I. I believe Adam, Adam and Eve and Invincible to me are a much more believable couple than Kitty Pride and Star Lord or you <laughs> yeah. know anybody else that's forced together. Well, because it feels earned. It feels earned yeah. too. You know what I mean? And not only that, but like we saw Mike and or Mike uh, Mark and Amber uh, go through that relationship, and you know you learn to love the characters before you know the writer makes you like tells you to love them you know like it's not like the writer saying yeah this is a relationship that you should care about like he makes you want to care about them first yeah it's a very natural flow Mm -hmm. exactly and that's yeah and again talking about the new readers and i'm sure the girls are going to love that that you brought up the new reader episode (laughs) of course always um But every every emotional aspect and beat of the comic is like so real like you 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 know how much i love tara right and you have a kid no, yeah, I do. So, so you know, you, like you read it and you're like, oh my god, this is like being a dad, and you know what I mean. And he just he does it so 
well and none of it seems fake or forced like it's just so natural every aspect of it and like in a new reader episode when the girls were talking about the the abortion like dude comics don't talk about that stuff yeah they don't talk about that at all you know what i mean and anybody who's been through any of that kind of stuff connects on the connects with it on on that much you know tighter of a level so that's kind of how uh kirkman always um promotes the comic too he says you'll see things in this comic that you've never seen in any other comic and it's true especially in a superhero comic right you know yeah it's very cool and and of course the art to back it up like that abortion scene i mean it's so emotional and there's no words you know i mean it's just Mm -hmm. them looking at each other the Mm -hmm. coloring the colorist did awesome and i can i can still picture those pages when she tells mark like so good well who's your favorite character my favorite character is i mean mark but other than him i've always sadly really had a attachment to oliver (laughs) and uh I think it was just the way he was, uh, especially whenever he was in the red and the black costume. That was like my favorite little Oliver era. Just yeah. whenever he was learning, you know, can I kill these people? Can I not? And stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I loved all that. That's that's kind of like what I was saying on the last new new reader. Is I loved him when he was a kid. Um, as he grew up, um, kind of lost attachment to him a little bit just because we were seeing him less and less, and he was a completely different character. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I lo- I loved him as. As a, as a kid mm-hmm. that whole dynamic of him uh um like you said can i kill these people trying to learn what's good and bad and growing up so quickly oh yeah that's that like i said i don't and i love i, I guess it's a testament to cory walker i think he does most of the costume designs yeah like the coolest costumes and <laughs> comics like i said in that letter i feel like it's uh the book invincible has the best costume design since the dawn of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I love the costumes in it. I mean, I think there was, I probably, I probably talked about it before, there was one of the uh, hardcover collections where they've, there might even be two of them, where they talk about how they had to seek out Cory Walker to design a specific costume because they were having trouble with it. And he, he just does it so easily. You know, that, that's, that's definitely a strong suit, like layouts and, costume design it's that's really cool um so would you say like that whole oliver period was probably your favorite part of the series so far my favorite part of the series is very cliche conquest is my whatever issue it is 63 the one where he's all busted up and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that's uh, my favorite single issue and i just remember you know when those were coming out was i was like I said, I was obsessed. I couldn't wait for the book oh to come gosh. out. Do you remember mm-hmm. having to wait month to month for <laughs> Conquest? Like, uh, gosh, these hard. people that read it now, they get it so easy. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's today, you know, I I tend to be a few months behind on my comic reading and mm-hmm. just because I let them pile up. And so I read the last two issues just back to back. Oh, wow. Especially since the long gaps yeah. in between them. And uh, that was, that last issue was had a few what the hell moments oh yeah <laughs> yeah how do you feel about uh especially with oliver being one of your favorite characters how do you feel yeah. about that i mean obviously we're you know again for everybody listening we're recording this before the new issue comes out so we don't know what's going to happen in uh you know in the new issue but uh you know do you believe he's dead like oliver like i don't know i kind of don't because i mean you know mark's had a hole punched in him before so who hasn't I- <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> that, uh, so in a way, I, I think he might come back somehow. I hope he does, even though I'm not too fond of his little mustache now and stuff. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. uh, I think he's done. I think that that was the consequence that was paid before the end of all things. I think it, I think it's over. I, I just think didn't that was really a good like the setup, way. Dude. A good setup for the end of all things, just mm-hmm. because you know I knew something big was going to happen, and I didn't I didn't think anything would happen to Terra. But yeah. uh, it was a pretty big shock. Like I said, once I saw him show up there, I was like, ah, yeah. I knew it's it was done. coming. Yeah, yeah, he had to redeem himself, and then he had to pay the price. Now, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I'm again, getting this on record before you read the new issue. There's got to be something going on with Alan and Oliver and that whole, you know, him working with Rag. It just seems off, and I'm, I'm, I kind of want closure. I feel like, especially with how quick everything happened at the end of um, that issue, I kind of want closure on, you know, what happened and why. Speaking of which, so... End of all things is end starting. End of all things. So mm-hmm. what, what do you... If if anything, what do you what threads, what open arcs, what what do you want to see finish up before the comic ends, or come back, or, or come back? What do you what do you want to see before the comic is is ended? The one thing like that I wanted to see that I I mean it's not going <laughs> I don't think, but um the one thing I kind of felt like Kirkman was always building up to was maybe putting Oliver and Mark against each other. And that was something up until today I was really kind of looking forward to, especially since they had him as the whole double agent or whatever he was doing between the Viltramites and stuff. And so I, I always expected there to be a pretty big throwdown between Oliver and Mark. But now that that doesn't look like it's going to happen, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, Just a epic throwdown with Thrag and... Mm-hmm. Hoping some other form of battle beast shows up eventually. Oh my god! Oh, it's gonna happen. I definitely, definitely think that's gonna happen. Yeah, it will. Um, before we let you go, I want to hear a little bit more about the action figures you did. Now, I, I've looked at the pictures, and I'll, I'll, I'll have the um, when this episode goes out, I'll make sure to post them on the the uh, our Twitter if anybody oh, wants cool. to check them out. But like, is this something that you do just casually as a hobby? I mean, do you, how do you do that? It started out, like, I've always been into action figures and stuff like that, and I've always wanted Invincible ones, and Mm -hmm. so I decided just to take it upon myself and do some, and I've done a lot of Invincibles because people want them, (laughs) and so uh, I make them every once in a while. It takes me a while to do them, like, especially, you know, work a full-time job, have kids, all that fun stuff, so it's usually about a month or so that goes into doing the sculpting on the head and then the painting, getting it all right and stuff. But uh, I've got plans to do a lot more. I've always wanted to do, like, Rexplode and uh, Duplicate and Adam Yes, Eve, please do a Rexplode. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've got plans for it. But, um, no, they look yeah, great. So it was just a hobby. Cool. So do you start Do you start from scratch? Like, how does that even work? Do you have, like, do you make a cast? Do you play, do you play like... Well, like, I usually only sculpt heads. Like, the rest of them, I'll use Marvel Legends. I don't know if you know it, guys. No. Yeah. Just six-inch Marvel figures, and um, I'll strip them down. And then, but Invincible is just painting it, you know. i got to paint it for his costume. But other ones, like with Conquest, I sculpted, like, the little Viltramat symbol yep. and the bands and stuff. But then the, most of the heads I sculpt from scratch, or I just sculpt on top of a like I'll get a existing action figure and just sand it completely down and wow. sculpt on top of it. That's and smart. Then cast. That's smart. How'd you do? 
how'd you do the haunt one? Like the texture on his shoulders, like the. Oh, that was, that was all sculpt from head to toe. That, that's much. amazing, dude. Honest, honestly, like my, I think my favorites are your Oliver with the hair going yeah. through the face. <laughs> is badass, and you can tell there's a lot of love in that one too. Um, and then Haunt looks looks awesome. Yeah, I like Haunt. He's probably one of my favorites I've done, just as far as I feel like he looks really good with the sculpt and stuff. I just wish more people liked Haunt because oh, yes, I know, I know. Like, who are you talking about or who is this guy? And so didn't but um, he's fun to do. Didn't McFarlane bring up the fact that he might bring him be bringing him back or something like that? I know a few months ago or something, he mentioned it on Twitter, and I was like, yes, please. Yeah, but... he, like, asked. He's like, he asked, hey, who would be interested in this? Yeah, and I was like, I would. No, I would definitely. Yeah. I love... That's Writing thing, it? Like, I don't know. What's that? McFarlane would write it? <laughs> oh, he, he just asked again who would be interested in it. Really? As in, like, yeah, who wants to see it come back kind of thing. Hmm, interesting. I'm pretty sure. We'll have to look. So we hear that you have an interesting Kirkman story. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, this was back in, like, it was 2009, actually. So, you know, this was before the Walking Dead TV show and stuff. I think, I don't know what year. It was right before the Walking Dead TV show. So he wasn't super famous and all that fun stuff. And uh, I, work, I used to work retail. I worked a 12-hour shift, and it was whenever the second Transformers movie came out. I went to see that afterwards. And I saw where he tweeted something about having a sign in the next day in Lexington, Kentucky, and I, I looked it up. I was like, like a six-hour drive. <laughs> That's kind of far. And so <laughs> I, I was with my brother, and I was like, all right, I'll tweet him back and be like, if I drive from Alabama, will you sign every book, book I bring? <laughs> and if he, if he tweets back, it's meant to be, and we'll go. And he tweeted back. He was like, if you drive from Alabama, I'll sign your car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I said, I worked 12 hours, went to the movies, that happened, and so I went home, me and my brother, and I packed up. I literally packed up every book that I had by Robert <laughs> Kirk. Um, and uh, so then we left about midnight, drove about four or five hours, got a hotel, slept like two hours, drove the rest of the way, got there. It was him and Corey Walker, and he was. they were both really cool. cool. He signed all my Walking Deads, all my Invincibles, Marvel Team Up. Like, In the um, car? I didn't drive my car, or I would have gotten to sign my car. I should have done it anyways, but I didn't. And Corey Walker did a Invincible and Omni Man sketch for me for oh, free. That's cool. And then for free, that's after, awesome. Yeah, for free. And then afterwards, uh, Kirkman was like, "You guys want to go see Transformers?" Yeah. And I'd already seen it the night before, but I was like, "Yeah." So me and my brother went and saw. Transformers with Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker. And Come on. He bought us a pizza. <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I didn't take any pictures or anything from that day. And I was like, no one's going to believe this. Oh. And I was like, this guy's bullshit. And he's just, <laughs> luckily, I, when I wrote that letter in, in this last issue, he, uh, he mentioned it, that he remembered it and stuff. So I was like, cool, I have proof yeah, now. Yeah, That's awesome. From the man himself. I have expected yeah. you to end that story with, and he's right here if you guys want to meet him. <laughs> he's <laughs> under my bed. <laughs> then you lift up the blanket. And he just, like, pops out just his head. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> but it was a really cool experience, you know, probably like a, now he's too famous, you know. That right. Was, there was, like, maybe 30 people at the signing or something like that. Now I think you have to get tickets to wait in a line to maybe you get to meet him and yeah, stuff. Yeah, pay, awesome. pay fifty bucks per signature and everything. Like, yeah. So like, did you did you sit directly next to him? 
Yeah. Oh my so god. That, that, I would have held his hand the entire time. Did your thighs <laughs> accidentally brush up against each other? It was it was hard not to like my palms were all sweaty and stuff. You know, it was it was like <laughs> almost worse date. than being on a date with a girl. And you were watching the terrible Revenge of the Fallen that you had already seen. Did you lie? Did you say you didn't see yeah. it? I don't remember. I think I told him, but then I think I was like, what the hell? I would have lied. I would have been like, yeah, I want to see that movie. What's that about? <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it was really fun, really cool, and uh, probably once in a lifetime. Exactly. Thing. Yeah, that's yeah. such a great story. I love it. Wow. I was not expecting that at all. That's, no, I thought, that's, it, would, that's I thought great. it I thought it was going to end with the signing thing. Yeah. And then, and then you go <laughs> to Transformers. <laughs> it was really cool. That's like I awesome. said, I loved it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Bo. This is this is really cool. Um, anything else before we let you go? Any questions for us? Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, I was gonna say, give myself a little shout out if you guys don't mind. Don't please on, do do it. On Instagram, my account is at grim underscore pilgrim underscore. Post a lot of like work in progress of figures and sculptures and stuff like that, and. Uh, it's always like I've always wanted to be on a podcast, so I appreciate you guys for allowing me on here. Like I feel really cool and stuff. It's no, gonna be weird. Be, no oh, problem. On my way to work. That's awesome. And you said it was Grim underscore. Yeah, Grim G R I M. Got it. Underscore program underscore. Program. That's cool. it. All right. Guys. Awesome, man. Thanks for being a part of it. Go fo- go follow Bo on Instagram. All right, we are. We're gonna call it there again. Thanks for coming on, Bo. I appreciate it. See you guys later. All right, man. Later. Talk to you, bro. The hang-up button? Yep. All right. And we're back. Thanks again, Bo, for that talk. That is such an awesome Kirkman story. Um, And uh, we found out after the fact, after recording with Bo, that Invincible is going to be in the next Mega Box. So here's hoping he's the action figure, but we'll see. Uh, Now we're going to go on to our segment where we play our little game. Uh... Like it sounded we, like a little... Do you want to play a game? Yeah. It did sound a little creepy. A little game. Bye, TJ. <laughs> Trap door opens up. <laughs> <laughs> he falls. Uh, so yeah, this is basically like 20 questions, except only 10 questions. And we're going to try and guess uh, an invincible character. So, Bill, do you want to start? With with my character and yeah. you guys so guess? So me and TJ are going to guess a character that Bill is thinking of, and we only get 10 guesses. So and we're working tenth, together. The 10th one has to be the guess. Yep. So and, you get and, nine questions. The 10th one has to be the, the answer. Yes. Okay. And the rule is that this character has to have been in at least three issues of Invincible. Okay? Cool. And if you guys want to play along at home, keep track of when you get the answer right. So if you know, honestly, and then, you know. If, well, it's just fun to listen and try right. and guess as, exactly. they, as we go. Then we're going to be like, we're going to get halfway through and people are going to be screaming like, it's this person. All right. You've, okay. So who wants to go first, Ryan or TJ? Male or female? Or is it, is yes. it a male? Yes. Okay. Um, ooh, oops. Um, is this person an alien? No. Are they a part of the Grayson family? No. That was that three. was that was one, one two, two, three. three yeah. So we're on four. Yeah. Um, does this person have abilities? Special abilities? And you can answer. You don't know, and that doesn't count as a question. Your thing doesn't count as a question? No, yeah, we, it doesn't count if as a question. If you don't know, it's not going to count as a question. 
I would say yes. They do mm-hmm. have special abilities. But he but is he, unsure about it. He was unsure he would about say it. yes. Let me just say this. He has abilities. He has abilities beyond my abilities. Right. So we know, it's, six? we know it's a male. I'm, I'm, I'm one, six. two, three, four. Yeah, we're on five. 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 We're on five. Okay, you had we six know fingers up. We know it's a male human who kind of has abilities and isn't the Grayson family. Is this person a villain? Yes. Was this person ever a hero? No. I thought it was robot. I thought he was going to say robot because he said abilities, and that would be kind of if it was robot. See how that made sense? This is number seven, TJ. Jeez. Yes, why not get this? Is it a human? Yes. We said that. Oh, we, I asked we, if he was oh, an you alien. Oh, you said he was an alien. You said is he alien. Oh, I don't that know if that was worth the yeah, question. Yeah, the answer is not. Uh, it means he's not we only get an alien. alien? <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you get a redo on that one. Oh, wait. Oh. Ooh. So, TJ, go again with eight. You have two I, TJ, more guesses. Oh, since we're working together, TJ, I'm thinking maybe art. Would, would Bill say that he has abilities because he's a tailor? He's also not a villain, which this oh, you character said he's a villain. is a villain. Sorry, sorry. Shoot. So this is a human villain that kind of has abilities. When we, when we asked, does he have abilities... You know that we meant supernatural abilities, correct? Uh huh. You don't mean like a skill, like he's really good at basketball. He's that he he he's he can't just like jump really high or something <laughs> like that. Like he has okay. He's a villain that has abilities. Oh man, that you can't. This is a little tough. You guys have two more guesses, Mail. and TJ, it's on you. Does can he walk down the street without anybody looking at him weird? Yes. Oh, come on. So this is the last guess. So he's got no brain hanging out of his head. He's got, you know, I mean, he's not a... You so know. this is this is a, a villain that looks like a normal person. Um. Oh, shoot. Bill? Oh, no. TJ? This, this is isn't nine. My finance? This is nine. Oh, this is nine? This is nine. So this is your last guess, and then TJ, TJ? has to create... You guys can do the answer together. Yeah, we can talk. Yeah, yeah. Together. TJ, I'm thinking Powerplex. Does that fit everything? Human. Yeah, I guess. He has abilities, and he questioned it because he doesn't have natural abilities. It's but his, it's so his is costume. there is? So are you gonna Don't make give two? Us guess? Are you gonna make two yeah. guesses? If this I mean, isn't... oh, if I guess the person's name, then I don't know. Would we say that that it's over? Can no. they Can they control elements? No, wait, no, it's no. His it's guess. Elements. I'm trying to think of how to guess him, but still give us more hints if it's not him. Um, <laughs> should I ask if he wears a costume? Does this character wear a costume? It's not power. Wow! Box. So it's not no. shoot. Oh no! Oh no! TJ, we have to give him. A, we have to give him a final answer. <laughs> Bill, is this? Wait, is it Cecil? No, I feel Cecil, like who, Cecil doesn't I feel have, like knowing Bill at someone recent. Cecil doesn't have abilities. Who is it? Oh man! If you're listening to this and you know it, there's no uh, way you guys. You guys could have asked. We did. We did bad. I would say yes. Oh. I'd say you did a poor. Well, no. And this is the first time we're. Really you only you only get ten so. questions though, so they yeah. need to be like need very to be like you need to, you need to fucking know. Narrow it down. So who are we gonna guess, DJ? Because I got known. Man, I thought I thought Powerplex was it. It's gotta be someone like Powerplex that doesn't. Who's a villain that doesn't wear a costume? I wouldn't say that what he wears could be considered a costume. Uh 
inevitably this is always going to end with us saying that you were wrong about one of your questions, yeah. <laughs> about one of your answers. Like, that's a costume. I don't know. We have to guess someone, TJ. You have to guess somebody. Ready? I got it. Okay. Russ Livingston. I, that's why I asked, can they walk down the street without... And, and he's he an looks alien. normal. He's not an alien. Wait, who's Russ Livingston? If he's not an possessed, alien, if he's not an alien oh, then he doesn't oh. have powers. Got he's it. a symbiote. Right. So, I guess that was a good answer that I pulled that's out why of your, I asked that your answer. Yeah. Ryan is what I cannot believe it. 100% wrong. What do you mean my answer? Your guess is oh. Russ. Which, which I Russ, asked, Russ covers I asked everything, questions. doesn't it? No, it doesn't. What doesn't it cover? Because if he if he's <clears throat> an alien, if he's possessed then he's an alien. That's not really Russ nope. Livingston. That's a hard one, but uh, do you want yeah, the answer? I yes. disagree with and that. if he's not possessed, then he, he actually, doesn't have special powers. He's right. human. Exactly. Mm. He is human. Right, and he what can was... walk down the street without anybody looking at him. Are you ready? Yeah, what what how dumb Doc. Are we? Doc Seismic? Seismic. No. Yep. He Doc can Seismic. walk wow. down the street. Absolutely. Yeah. And his costume is kind of just a trench coat. Uh, it's just a white lab his, coat. With his red zigzag yeah. on his chest. It's not really I said, I gave yeah. you guys hints. I said it's not really considered yeah. a costume. No, no, we deserve that one. Doc Seismic, and you guys were nowhere near. Wow, that's yeah. that's pulling it out, especially because of the fact I tried that to he's, make it a little bit more and difficult. He's, and he's relatively recent too with his, you know, transformation. Like he looks completely different now. But that's a different Doc Seismic. Oh you yeah, were going yeah, back yeah. yeah. I was going Doc Seismic of OG, OG yeah. Doc Seismic. OG Doc Seismic. Who's up next? Me or TJ? I'll go. Okay, All right, TJ. Oh God. Well, well, you go first. Okay. Okay. TJ. Uh, Is this? Yeah. <clears throat> Are you changing it? You're you changing it on the spot? I had one. Because mine was so okay, fucking good, good, and yours is right. lame. No, it's it? because I, I'm, I'm nervous about it. I know. It's, it's nervous. <laughs> All right. Are you a male? Yes. Bill? Are you an alien? No. It kind of seemed like he had to think for a second there. He had to think for if it was a male. Are you considered a hero? No. Ah. Oh. Possibly, possibly. There's a shade of gray, which gives that is that still gives a question. Too much. That yeah. Uh, so we have a male, who's human, that is not necessarily a hero or a villain. Gee, mm -hmm. thanks for that, TJ. Not all of that is true. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Um. Think about what you, you just said. Do yeah. you do you reside on Earth? Yes. Okay. Did you just say that he's a male human? Yeah. So he's not TJ said not necessarily all that is true, giving away the fact that he's not an alien, but he's not necessarily human either. So maybe he's some sort of creature. How many questions are we at? Uh, I think he we're at started. four. I'm, I think I'm giving five. Okay. No, no one, one, two, three. Wait, we got one, four, two, five. three, four, five. So you're yeah, on five. Yeah, so I'm giving five. So now I'm thinking that it's a villain that's not necessarily a human either. That resides on Earth. That resides on Earth. Like dinosaurus, but he's kind of part human, and he's not necessarily a hero either. Hmm. Does this person look like a human? No. There we go. So, but you're a but it's but he's a human. No. But doesn't look like a human. It he he doesn't have to answer that. He is not an alien, and he doesn't look like a human. Does this male that resides on Earth and is a villain and is a villain ish? Show up. Hmm. No, I don't want to go with this. 
You want to go? I was gonna say I was gonna say other comics, but then he could take that as like Invincible Universe, like yeah. all these other crazy things. Now, like, should we ask something like? Because we could talk like without actually giving official questions. Should mm-hmm. we ask like, was this person around before issue fifty? Was this person around before issue one hundred? Like, should we try and narrow it down that way? Or mm, there's the co- there's the costume question too. So, he's not an alien. Yeah. This is a. a let me, let me, okay, okay. I think if you're going to do the narrowing down human. thing, it has to be broad because oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. it takes right. away the fun. Okay, so yes. not an alien that resides on Earth that is a male mm-hmm. that doesn't look like a human, mm-hmm. but is not an alien. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. I know who no, it is. No, tell me, tell me. Oh no, no. Because who he, are you thinking? We're working together. Okay. Who are you thinking? I think that it could be Science Dog. Mm, he was only in one issue. No, he was in multiple. Mm, no, I think he was only in the one. Where I think he was TJ that, would he was count that, that as multiple issues because he's TJ, in a comic you book. You wouldn't that's... count that, right? That science. I, I'm answer not... this, TJ. And this isn't part of the question. Do you think Science Dog was Hasn't in more science than one dog issue? Been in more than one issue. Yeah. Hasn't he? Yeah, he has no. been. Yeah, he has been. As a character, he's he's a he's Maybe a reoccurring a character, character in been, Invincible. He's been in it. Yeah, he's in a comic book in that universe. But he's not an alien. He resides on Earth. If you want to waste the questions on it, go for it. But I'm I'm saying no to that. You don't want do you not want me to ask that as a question? What are we on? We're on one, two, three, You're on six. four, five, You're six. You're asking six. I'm six. So we have six, seven, eight, nine. We have four more questions. You're are you covered, covered in, hair. in hair? No. That's what yeah. Okay. So right, it's not right. covered in hair, so it's not like a wolfman villain or anything either. Or wolfman. Yeah. Alright. But um, you look like he, you aren't you. You aren't an alien. No, it's not that confusing. You he could be a robot. Like he's just a—he's not human, and he's not an alien. So what is he then? He'd have to be a, a robot. He'd have to be dinosaur. An, an, an alien. He'd have to be an. He'd have to be an Wolfman animal. Isn't an alien. He'd have to be an Battle animal. Beast is an alien. <laughs> yeah. That resides on to, Earth. I guess it would have to be an alien. Question Queen seven. TJ, were you in the series before issue fifty? Yes. All right. So that's huge. I mean, unless it is Angstrom, and TJ could be pulling that. No, he's a villain. He's so obviously a villain. Angstrom Levy, there's no gray area there. Yeah. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes. He's a villain just like, uh, just like Robot's a villain. But is he a villain? Because he, he's... He... Yeah, he is. He played a villain, villainous but, role. But how many yeah. times have we debated whether or not... Yeah, Angstrom, and Cecil was Angstrom right about was, everything that he, Ang- that he told. I'd say was 90% villain. Yeah, he's a villain. <laughs> Whereas, like, whereas Rex is a little bit more gray. Angstrom, the entire series was known as a villain. Like yeah, his he's, he's villainous. Villain. He is a villainous. He's a villain. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to choose Angstrom Levy. Um, this is question number seven that I'm on? Yeah. Say, do we you, ask you know if, what your question? Do we ask if this character was ever on the Guardians of the Globe? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Was this, char- good... was this character ever on the Guardians of the Globe? No. What? Fuck! And your guess is... We're on, we're on No, nine. we're not. You're on ten. Seven, oh. eight, nine. No. One, two, three, yeah, four, seven, five, eight, seven, nine. eight, nine. Who started? Yeah, I Who started. was the first question? I started. So Bill's ten. You're oh, 10. I'm final guess? Yeah. Right. I keep track. Fuck. You just said we're ten. What do you mean you keep track? I said <laughs> we're on ten now, and I said, oh, what yeah. is your guess? Like, oh. you... I thought you were saying that was it. No. I'm like, no warning. So, okay, let's go. You, you both, you can both guess this. Yeah, I know. We, I mean, we don't have to alternate either. We just... So, resides on Earth. Yep. Not an alien. Yep. Male. Is a male. Yep. Not necessarily a villain. Not Harry. Not, not Harry. really a villain, but more hero. It's a hero, but it's kind of gray. Do you look like a human? No, mm-hmm. was the answer. Before issue 50. 
that's that doesn't help at all. Really? Yeah. Because after issue fifty, I gets hope into somebody. More alien I hope realm. somebody at home is listening to this and knows. He wouldn't choose Angstrom. That's too obvious. Maybe that's why he chose him. Do you want to choose Angstrom? Do we have a? a we better, don't have a better guess. There's Powerplex, but he he, he looks like a human. Yeah. And he would say that Angstrom doesn't look like a human because his head's deformed. He doesn't look human. Does Cecil look human? Yes. Yes, he does. And Cecil's... You can't not... play this game, TJ. <laughs> no, I'm playing this game right. You guys are messing this up. I'm helping you. You're, you're about to guess Cecil. Does he look human? Yes, he does. So it's not Cecil. No, I wasn't. I Nobody wasn't gonna guess Cecil. Cecil. No, no, I wasn't gonna guess Cecil. No, no, neither of us even said Cecil. Why'd you bring him? Or up? Angstrom. I mean. Oh, oh, I thought. Oh, I guess he kind of looks human. I, I feel like you would kind of. Do I, that I don't know. He doesn't look human. Uh, he wouldn't walk down uh, the someone, street. So someone on Earth that's a male. Uh, that's a villain. Oh. D. A. Sinclair. He doesn't look human, or he looks human. Dang yeah. it. He's a villain, mm. resides on Earth, not an alien, does not look human. I think that it would be a play with him that if it were Robo or uh, Rex, but I think it's Rudy. I think that it's Robot while he was in the tube. I disagree, but go for it, because I wouldn't call him a villain before issue 50. But go for it, because we need to give an answer. So, I think that it's Rudy in the tube. Is that your 10th guess? Yes. It's not. <sighs> Answer. Reanimen. Reanimen? All right. How? Okay. They're not alien. They don't look human. They're cyborg. They are villains with a shade of gray because they're used for good. Mm. Yes. They are used for good. Cecil uses them for good. So how are they villains at all? What do you mean? Wouldn't you say that they're... Because, oh, because they they're... were used as villains in like what the second issue, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're more villain than hero. Right? You think so? Absolutely. Well, I mean, they're it's almost equal now. You were close issue with fifty they... Sinclair, though, man. I know. Issue I, I don't 50, know how they... we guess Da Sinclair without getting to Reanimate, but I think I, I don't. I guess I'm thinking of single characters, not like right. an army. That's I, like I saying, was going to say that's a like, Reanimate. That's like because I figured you would say say that's like, like saying yeah. a flexon. Yeah. Like they were. It was yeah. originally going to be the technicians. The technicians. But I wasn't. I'm sure that they were in three issues, but I just couldn't think they of were. the third one. They they were, they were in three. They were in the um, the newest one. The, Fic- one of the newest me. ones. They were in uh, issue sixty, and I can't remember if they were in um, what issue they were in before that. Yeah. I know that they were though. Okay, yours, Ryan. Mine. Do you want right. to go? One of you go first. Go. Is it a male? No. Do you reside on Earth? Yes. Are you human? Yes. Do you have superpowers? Yes. Are they used for good? Yes. So a girl that lives on Earth that has superpowers that is a hero. Yeah, five questions. So now you're on your sixth question. Have you been a part of the Guardians of the Globe or the Teen Team? Yes. That's six. Ryan, mm-hmm. are you currently in a relationship? Yes. I know who That's it is. seven. I know who it is. Who do you think it is? I don't... I, 
I think that it could be duplicate. But we need to ask more questions. You're in a relationship. Who do what female heroes do we know that are currently in a relationship? That's and, resides on Earth. And you have three more mm-hmm. questions, and one of them has to be a guess. Okay. So two, we have two more questions. Has this person ever had a relationship with Rexplode? Yes. <laughs> um, it could be Eve. <laughs> no, 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 no. Resides on Earth. Eve resides on Telescria. Well, I guess technically, yeah. yes. Now they do, yeah. Um, she does. Are you. We have. I mean, we could guess. We could guess. And we, we still have more do guesses. Do you want to make it a little wrong. bit more like a broader question, though? To like, cur- like swing it in the other direction? Do you have any relatives? Yes. Okay. It's so this is a guess. You're, this is your tenth. Your tenth it's question. Duplicate. This is ten already. It's yep. duplicate. Is it duplicate? Yes. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Nailed it. I don't know why I knew that right off the bat. I think it gets easier the more we play because you kind of know the questions you're going to ask. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the first couple of games we played, we don't we'll quite know the type of questions to ask. Right. And I. I I think I gave you an easy one. <laughs> you did give us an easy one. <laughs> Duplicate was a lot easier than Reanimin or Doc. Doc Seismic. You could have gotten Doc Seismic. I should have. That's 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 going back. I really. So is so is Duplicate. She's. I mean, she's been in and more than Reanimin. Yeah, but Duplicate is pretty They're recent both too. Like before issue one hundred, Reanimin, Duplicate were both like and Doc Seismic and Doc Seismic. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. So. We'll see how that that game goes. Let us know if you want us to play more of it. And if you have a name for it other than guess that invincible character, because that doesn't really roll off the tongue, um, let us know. Um, I think that's just about it for this episode, except for our giveaway. We're going to talk a little bit about our giveaway now. So we got two of those, like TJ said at the beginning of the episode, two of those Skybound mini mystery packs. And we want to give two of them away to, to two different people. And what we decided was... We want to hear from you. We want to hear how you think Invincible will end. So write us an email, send us a message on any, wherever, and let us know how you think Invincible will end. It doesn't have to be, like, long. Just it preferred if it wasn't super long. Um, because we'll probably, you know, read it on the show, read our favorite. Um, and it could be kind of fun, too. Have fun with it. Like, it can be Fan goofy. fiction. Yeah. Just kind of like a fan fiction thing. It can be funny. It can be serious. It can be, you know, what you actually think is going to happen, what what you hope will happen. And we're going to pick our two favorites. And, you know, we'll read them on the air. And we're going to send you uh, one of these uh, packs for the, you know, the Skybound minis. And, yeah. The idea is that it could be like apples to apples. Like, it could be the most ridiculous thing in the whole wide world. Yeah, if you but want it could, to make it But it, it could way. still be amazing and mm-hmm. you could win. Mm-hmm. So and don't... Want it, yeah. And we want... To pick two winners so you know you got a chance you know send us them we're gonna uh we're gonna pick them you know between now and next new issue so next month we're gonna announce the winners and uh unfortunately we have to keep it in the united states only because uh you know shipping and uh yeah i think it'll be fun and i'd love to hear what everybody thinks about you know the end and you know get creative with it if you want and we're gonna pick our two favorites so wow long episode yeah very fun yeah, we had a good time. So, uh, before we end our 25th, you know, giant size episode, thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, we've gone, you know, almost a year now 
and we haven't missed a single, you know, you know, we release every other Friday. We haven't missed a single one. 25, I mean, this is pretty exciting for us. We, you know, said in the very beginning that even if we didn't really get any listeners on the show, we would still do it, even if there's only a couple people out there even. Um, but this has been a blast, and, you know, so thank you to all the listeners out there, and, um, you know. Truly, we have enough. We have enough listeners to, you know, justify us continuing <laughs> to go, other than us just sitting in a room and... I'm super grateful because I have a lot of fun doing the show, and I really look forward to doing another 25. Yeah. So we can do a, a giant size episode 50. It'd be even more giant size. It'd be a two-parter. Mm-hmm. And that actually will happen before. We the should end. do a reboot episode. A reboot episode. Yeah, we should do a reboot episode. I was listening to our first uh, first one, really? and it was. Not good. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure we're still growing. And, you know, we've learned a lot. And, you know, hopefully we're getting better. And hopefully the show gets better and better as we go. So thank you all for listening. Again, thank you, Bill. Thank you, TJ. Thank you. Uh, this was fun. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Laters on the men, Jay. Now is my wife Katie. Hi. How are you doing, Katie? I'm great. How are you, Sid? Good. <laughs>